This is Suckerfish, the show where aspiring entrepreneurs source discount secondhand products that were previously featured on Shark Tank with the intent to resell them at full retail price. Our panel of successful business people will decide what is trash and what is treasure. Let's introduce our sharks. Bradley Walton is a businessman and scion of the Walton family of Walnut Creek. He was born the son of an auto dealership general manager, attended world-renowned party school Cal Poly, and has risen to become the general manager of Oakland Acura. Rupert Murdoch is a retired chairman and CEO of News Corp and Fox News. The son of an Australian newspaper magnate, Rupert went on to found holding company News Corp and media properties such as Fox News. So on today's show, we have Peter Valdenix, entrepreneur, grocery outlet, shopper, and all-around scallywag. He's here to pitch a series of products that he thinks are hidden treasures. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me, Sharks. Hi, listeners. This is your host, Pete. To see pictures of the items in today's episode, please check out our Instagram, at GroceryGamblersPod. Now, let's get back to the action. Peter, would you like to share with the panel your first item? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. First off, guys, we have the pizza cupcake. It's the secret dough you'll love. It's flaky, buttery, doughy, and irresistible. Here's the box. Now, here's the product. Hmm. So some kind of cupcake form factor pizza. Our panel of sharks is sampling the goods. So the first shark on our panel is Brad. Brad, would you invest in Peter's acquisition of more of these pizza cupcakes from the grocery outlet? Peter, what is your offer again? Well, Brad, I was able to pick up these pizza cupcakes from the grocery outlet for $1.50 a box. And their retail price is fourteen ninety nine a box. And you're asking and I'm at, for fourteen ninety nine a box. Is that I'm, correct? I'm going to I'm going to uh, I'm going to go to some friends I have at Kroger and say that, that I got a lost pack, I got a lost uh, shipment and I'm going to sell it back to them for a hundred thousand dollars. So Brad, to cover some of the cost of this, would you be willing to invest twenty thousand dollars for a fifty percent stake of this hundred thousand dollars? Peter has Peter. dropped the microphone. Peter, $100,000 is a bit steep. Pizza cupcakes, I think, are worth no more than $90,000. <laughs> no, uh, I'm, I'm not sure... I'm not sure uh, where the market is on this, Peter. Uh, I'm not an expert in this... Uh, you know, obviously, you brought me in for my extreme business acumen. Obviously, far superior to my other panelist, uh, Rupert Murdoch. He's a small business that he small businessman he is. Uh, but I would say, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not really sure how we're going to uh, flip a hundred thousand dollars of these. Do you have any sales figures for me? A lot. There'll be a lot of sales. <laughs> All right, I. I like the dough. It's soft. It's a bit chewy. Uh, the sauce. The sauce is really good, actually. It's better than I expected. Better than like a, a bagel bite. I do think it's missing something like uh, 
would you consider putting like a child child's blood sample in these i'm i'm a bit into child's blood lately and uh trying to find any way to keep myself youthful in retirement yeah you have a good shine to your face you know you look very youthful right now thank you that's the pizza sweats (laughs) as we call it in australia you don't have the pizza sweats in America? Oh, we have the pizza sweats. Don't okay. <laughs> I would be willing to invest $2,000 in these just from my personal collection. I've got a an empty freezer. And as I said, I'm a retired now trying to save money here and there. Um, well, Rupert, that's great because this is clearly the one of the intended audiences of this, uh, of this version. This is of this version of the product. They started off as a business pre-COVID. They had a lot of in-person pop-ups. And By the then, way, love COVID. Go I know on. you do. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't experienced a pandemic like that since the Spanish flu when I was a wee 20-year-old. <laughs> you know, they're, they're a business that, that pivoted quite hard during COVID uh, from you know, in, in-store retail operations to um, now they're distributed nationwide in Walmart. So that's, you know, almost 6,000 locations that they're in now. And they're getting into, they're going to be getting into Kroger soon. And like I said, guys, I found multiple pallets of this at the grocery outlet that I got for very, very cheap. And these stores, there's high demand for them. Now, I can tell that these are on a pallet and not in the freezer because... There's a bit of a soupy, watery mess in the middle of each cupcake. I'm guessing these are freezer burned. You know, some people's freezer burn is some is other people's school lunch. Okay, that's I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah, it's sort of like a food and beverage in one. <clears throat> Innovative. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good way of looking at it. Peter, I'm willing to make the two thousand dollar deal right now. It's a two thousand dollar loan with a hundred percent interest. And a one-month maturation timeline. Take it or leave it. I have a better offer for you, Peter. Oh, do you, Brad? I'm going to jump in. Yeah. I would do a $1,000 loan at no interest with a two-month... Now, let's say two-year because these things look like they could stay forever with the amount of freezer burn that they have. Uh, (laughs) Actually, the date was sometime in September of this year. But if they're frozen... I think they could last much longer. Let's re- let's uh, let's see if we can redate these. Oh, don't worry about the redating, guys. I got a guy. All right. Well, if we can, if we can get he, these, he, redated, I found him on Thumbtack. I found a guy. If we can get these redated with your contact on Thumbtack, I think we probably have a real opportunity here. I mean, hey, he's his name's Giuseppe. He's also Italian. It's an Italian product. Pizza sounds like a match made in heaven. Right, and we've if we can sell them for retail, we've got a uh, twelve dollar. Is that Thirteen dollar markup was it one ninety nine to fourteen ninety nine one forty nine ooh one forty nine yeah. to fourteen ninety nine so we're looking at a pretty healthy profit margin there mm-hmm. I think uh I, I think we no interest on this uh, on this loan but I want I want thirty percent of the profit once my loan is paid back ooh once the loan is paid back hmm. I'll go to 20%. I'll, I'll go halvesies with you, Brad. I know some people in cryogenics. Maybe they could fix these frozen mistakes. Well, I think uh, if we're able to use some of Rupert, Rupert's uh, cryogenic contacts, we, we may be able to, uh, to really make this thing work. Rupert, do, they have a, do you have a redater guy? 
I'm in the print media business. I think I've I could find a guy. All right, all right. So Rupert and I are are in together for a thousand dollars for twenty percent of the business venture, with uh, expected payoff at after the thousand. We're we're getting twenty percent in perpetuity. I'm in, guys. I'm in. Pleasure doing business. All right, guys. And no no concern about the look of this uh, of the look of the product on here because. Uh, we did. I did a little bit of test marketing on this, and people said it looks like a pizza pussy. I think it looks more like a pizza asshole, but that's that's my preference. I think. Well, apparently today the kids are really into eating asshole. Whatever happened to eating children? That's all I have to say. These are awesome. For, These are good. For a buck forty nine, like I would buy the shit out of those things. Yeah, for uh, fourteen ninety nine. No. Nope. <laughs> no. Not even close. Because then, what is that per fourteen ninety nine for six of them? You're looking at more than two bucks each. That's crazy. The guy on the Shark Tank episode that Pete watched before this said it cost him like a dollar each. Nine, at the time when they did, it was like ninety five cents to like once to fully bake it to each one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of the six, that's crazy. Yeah, the sharks bopped at that. They're like, whoa, that's pretty high. That's way too much. <laughs> they were selling this for twenty four ninety nine. For a six pack, and it was ten bucks to ship. <laughs> so it was thirty five, and then so like, and it's like it was funny. I was telling Carla, I'm like, oh my man, Mark Cuban looks so bored, and they start talking money. Then his like, then he like w- woke up, you know, he got a you know business huh? groaner. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I just don't know. How, I don't know how anybody would. You'd have to be stupid, stupid, stupid rich to afford these at twenty four ninety. I mean, yeah, it's like four bucks each. That's it. They were like, they're like, wait, so it's around three. It's it's over three bucks. For one of these? Yeah. Nuts. So, Peter is going to present his second item of the day. Peter, what do you have for the sharks? Okay, sharks. Today, we are going to be sampling a fine beverage, Gia. And what Gia is, Gia is a non-alcoholic aperitif made with the purest ingredients. It's vibrant, fresh, and satisfyingly bitter. It tastes like summer on the rocks. How about you uh, how about you guys try it out here? Let us know uh-huh. what you think. I'm already going to have to say it's a no from me, dog. <laughs> yeah. This is bitter. It tastes like I'm drinking pine needles. You know, we eat a lot of crazy things out in Australia. Vegemite. I put eucalyptus syrup on my flapjacks. This tastes worse than all of them. Yeah, I, w- I was going to ask you if, if there was any relation to the fine film that is uh, Geely based on the spelling of... Uh, Gia there, and uh, I can tell the director of that film and, and the consumers of this beverage have a very similar uh, sense of taste, because this is... Yeah, let's let's read some of the ingredients before we move on. This disgusting mixture of water, Riesling white grape juice concentrate, Yuzu juice, Lemon balm extract, Elderflower extract, gentian root extract, fig concentrate, acacia, orange peel extract, rosemary extract, ginger extract, fruit and vegetable juice for color. See, it's funny you mentioned extract a lot. You know, uh, 
my my buddy uh, Vitoli he ex- extracted this from the back of a truck. <laughs> That's why I brought it here for you guys because this was also on Shark Tank. And um, yeah, you know what? I hadn't tried this either until just now. And uh, um, you know, I bought a six pack, and I was trying to sell you guys the other four. And you know what? I'm gonna eat this cost. <laughs> Dude, that that is not good. It's terrible. Dude, that that I I feel like I'm drinking a battery. What is the re What was the suggested retail price of these this swill? This so this swill, the retail price for one of these is 5.99. Crikey. <laughs> I wouldn't pay 5 Australian dollars and the Australian dollar is weak as fuck. I would pay you I would pay you money to not serve me this. It is objectively the worst thing I think I've put in my mouth in a long time. Yeah, the big the big pitch for this is that it was that I had for this was that you know, non-alcoholic drinks are are pretty hot right now because people are trying to be healthier or people are just recovering alcoholics but they still want to hang out and something to drink, and uh, people it seems like hardcore alcoholics love their uh, their aperol. <laughs> so yeah, it does remind me of aperol in a negative way, but what I love on this label is this is a non-alcoholic drink. You would think. Completely safe, but there's a warning. Important. People with special conditions should always consult with their doctors before consuming new products. It's, it's not even a, a warning about this in particular, or any of the ingredients. It's just saying, beware, trying new things can be dangerous. Consult your doctor. Now, I own several biotech companies and one or two warlocks who are working on the secret of long life. And I don't think any of them would advise me to drink this. Oh, I'm not saying we drink it. I mean, I'm, we drink more of it. I'm just, you know, we try to sell it off to people. But, you know, guys. That's a tough sale. To, That's I'm, a tough sale. I'm willing to admit here, this is a bust on me. This, this is, this is hot dog shit. So we will move on to the next item here. Next up for the sharks, Peter has some kind of low sugar, low calorie diet chocolate. Who doesn't love The Great Gatsby and Decadence? And who doesn't love chocolate? They go hand in hand. But what also comes hand in hand with both of those? Bad stuff for your body. Chocolate, it's very decadent. It's full of a lot of sugar, full of a lot of fat. And people are, people are getting too fat. So how do we make people less fat? You give them diet chocolate. So let's try some of this Gatsby sea salt extra dark chocolate style. One quick question, Peter. Was this... Left in your car for a bit. It was delivered to me from Walmart.com, and it looks like it showed up melted. Yeah, it looks it looks partially melted inside the wrapper. Uh, it's coming off in in shards like glass, and there's crumbs all over my floor. But now I'm gonna taste it. Gotta admit, it's better than I expected. Tastes like dark chocolate. It does. It doesn't have the nasty. The nasty, uh, I don't know what it is. The weird taste that you get from fake sugars. It's, it's, if anything, there's just not a lot of sweetness to it, which I'm fine with. Yeah, guys, let's go over the ingredients of this. So the secret to the scheme for this product is that its first ingredient is allulose. And allulose is a sugar replacement. It's supposed to be a little bit healthier. It's supposed to have, uh, I mean, I, I read on, um, I read on 4chan that apparently allulose has, uh, dietary fiber in it so if you need to take a shit you know you can can, and you want chocolate eat this again that's what webmd told me allulose cocoa powder epg palm oil stills a little bit of sugar soluble corn fiber so you got your corn and your fiber and 
Rupert, I know th- I know that, that that means you you know all your buddies uh, in in Coke Industries are gonna get their gonna get their nut somehow in this because of all the corn. Oh, and, uh, I hadn't thought of that. Sea salt, natural flavor, medium chain triglycerides MCT. Triglycerides. Triglycerides. Thank you. <laughs> it's like a keto thing. Let's also talk about a sweet name. The brand that makes this is Dojo Brands. Brad, what, um, Brad, you've been you've been you've been sampling quite a bit of this, and you're, you're giving some very uh, interesting looks over there. I appro- I approve, Peter. What is your offer? All right, so these things retail at Walmart for four ninety nine, and like I said previously, a buddy of mine, Batoli, was ha- happened to discover multiple pallets of this on the side of a road in New Jersey. He was hanging out with his buddy Guido and they found it. Now, I was able to get I was at the, the price I'm able to ha- get these at right now is 95 cents and they retail for 4.99. And I have 100,000 of them partially melted and refrozen on multiple pallets. And apparently Walmart can't keep these on the shelves. I can see why. It's yeah. it's delicious. It's low calorie. It's got lots of fiber, which, you know, as an, a 92-year-old man, I really appreciate. Yeah, staying regular is not easy when all you eat is caviar and child blood. I could definitely see myself eating this on the regular. It's, it seems like uh, it'd be perfect for your standard Aussie breakfast. You know, you've got some scrambled emu egg, some Vegemite on toast, just a, like a light lager. And uh, some of this corn fiber allulose chocolate, I think, would fit in perfectly. The start of cash I'm looking up here to uh, to get rid of this, these multiple pallets of melted and re, re- and refrozen chocolate here. I'm looking for fifty thousand dollars, and I'm willing to. And then once the profits come in, I'm willing to split twenty percent of the profits with you guys for fifty k upfront investment. Peter. Uh, this this product's pretty good. Why uh, why have you had so much trouble getting investment so far? You know, when you hang with guys named Vitoli and Guido all day, uh, it's a little little hard to get into the room with people at Walmart and Kroger. Part of what I'm hoping here is that I can maybe get an invite from uh, uh, a couple of Rupert's warlocks into uh, the Walmarts, and also and also Brad. I don't know. I also saw you, your last name was Walton. I know. The Walton family is the Waltons. I know they recently sold a football team. You know, I, so. I know the Waltons. He's not part of the Walton family. <laughs> he's he's an imposter, if anything. <laughs> We'd like to keep a low profile. Spoken like a true Walton. Peter, I, I think uh, I think your offer is a bit steep. $50,000 for an undisclosed amount of chocolates uh, to be sold and refrozen in, a, in an undisclosed amount of time. I'd like to offer you... Offered you. Uh, my offer was 100,000. My request oh, was 100,000. Oh, I'd like to counter. Okay. 50, 100,000 at, at uh, 20%. I'd like to counter 30,000 at 30%. I'm willing to invest two Ether, one Dogecoin, and uh, I guess I'll throw in 1,000 Aussie dollars for a 50% stake. You know, Rupert, that's pretty tempting, but, uh, you know, Ether, you know... It's rebounding. Well, well, I mean, you know... I mean, After look, the SBF stuff blows over, I think crypto's going to skyrocket to the moon again. 
Oh, you're talking about Bitcoin. I thought you were talking about uh, Ether because, you know, I was going to say, you know, my buddies Vitoli and Guido could use it, but, you know, they're... They're already out of the they're already out of the situation here. So oh yes, you're talking about drugs, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now, if you're offering some of that ether, then we could talk. Ah <laughs> uh, well, as I said, I do own a couple biotech companies. I uh, don't know if they have any ether. They definitely have fentanyl. Would you take that instead? Uh, that's too hot. Fentanyl's too hot right now. Hmm. All right, Bradley. I think this is all yours. I'm out. Well, now I'm going to have to lower my offer. Because he his offer was uh, included crypto, so I'm I think I'm gonna have to do some. Uh, I'm bidding against myself. Can you do anything to sweeten the offer? I'll give you for fifty thousand dollar investment, thirty percent profits, and I'll throw in ten of the chocolate bars to sweeten the deal. Literally, mm-hmm. I like what you did there. Mm-hmm. I'm learning from you. <laughs> so, so my my counter was thirty thousand and thirty percent, and you upped it to fifty thousand. But ten chocolate bars—that's ten chocolate bars at twenty thousand dollars. And thirty percent. You asked for twenty percent originally, I believe. No, I don't. Oh no, I was asking for thirty. <laughs> oh. But it's that ten chocolate bars. You might have me there. I am a sucker for these chocolate bars. And you could leave them in your car, and they won't be any different because they're already melted. <laughs> Well, I do have a lot of cars. This <laughs> is the, this is the one industry in which I am uh, uniquely uniquely uh, capable of storing lots of chocolate bars in cars. If that actually is a uh, when you're selling the car, you could sweeten the deal with a chocolate bar. You hide one in each car, and uh, they could unwrap it like uh, Willy Wonka. This could be this could be a, a great business opportunity for me. Some winning synergy. You know what, Peter? I'd like to. I'd like to counter again. Fifty percent stake for fifty thousand dollars. But I want you to throw in ten more chocolate bars. I'm going to counter here. <laughs> fifty thousand dollars, thirty-five percent stake, and I'll up it from ten chocolate bars to fifty chocolate bars. For the love of God, take the deal. You know what? I'm out. <laughs> okay. My office still stands. Peter's fourth and final item is a bag of heirloom cheese balls. The last item that my sometimes business associates, Vitoli and Guido, found is Pipcorn. These are heirloom cheese balls. They are baked, not fried, and they're made with real cheddar cheese. Here, why don't you open up the bag and... Spread it around while I uh, go into the story of these guys. These are trying to be like uh, those large plastic jugs of cheese balls that you might find at a liquor store. But these are a fancy version. Like a lot of stories happening post-2017, this company was started by a bunch of hipsters in Brooklyn who made some popcorn, threw some shit on it, liked it, tricked a bunch of their friends into liking it, and then tricked them into buying it. These guys sound like... Real sucker fish, I have to say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, and along along the way, they have uh, they have uh, they have tricked uh, Oprah and Barbara Cochran from Shark Tank into becoming fans of this product. What they are is like it's uh, it's um, it's heirloom popcorn that's flavored. They have 
quite a few different uh, versions of this. They have cheese balls, they have popcorn, they have essentially stuff that's like Fritos. So they definitely diversified. But today, we're looking over these jalapeno cheddar uh, heirloom cheese balls. So try them out, let me know what you think. These are fine. If I'm in the mood for a little cheese ball, I might pop some of these in my mouth. They're uh, cheddar jalapeno. Not a lot of heat on them though. There is a nice cheesy tang to them. You see they're heirloom cheese balls as well. Sticking to some of that Brooklyn sophistication you so mentioned earlier. If these are heirloom, then possibly you could keep these and store them somewhere. The value will increase over time. Is that right? Is that what is meant by heirloom? I think, uh, Rupert, I think heirloom is actually just the, uh, the name of the company. Oh, never mind. What are you thinking, Brad? Uh, I, I, I think they're, they're, they're my favorite, uh, cheese ball that I've had. I like the, I like the jalapeno. It doesn't seem as artificial. They have a really nice crunch to it that I feel differentiate these from, you know, the Utz cheese balls, which are, you know, kind of soggy. You know, these definitely feel like more of a, like a firm snack, you know? No neon orange cheese powder. Right. Nothing, no. on, nothing on your fingers. A little bit. A little bit on my fingers. You got stickier fingers than I do, Rupert. Oh, you have no idea. You have no idea. All right, so guys, what we were able to do this time, the local grocery outlet here had, the, had this bag on sale for 50 cents. So I bought all of it out, and these things retail for $4.29. So for fifty cents to four twenty nine, there's a pretty big bump we can, uh, you know, we can we can push these push on these things here. And again, since they're a heirloom hipster product, this would sell great in some of the upscale stores. You know, your Whole Foods. By the way, this product can also be purchased on Amazon right now. It's been integrated on Amazon, so people could get it. But the whole the people could get it, but it's going to show up in two days. Or people could get it right now. So my offer I'm looking for, guys, I'm looking for, I'm looking for $700,000 because there was a lot of these. Crikey. With no interest. And you guys get to say you helped push these out there and you got to trick uh, rich people into buying shit. Well, I already do that. So this is really nothing new for me. Same but you here. just get to say you do it. You don't have to do the work. I trick people of all income levels. I don't discriminate. I, I'd have to say that Rupert's pretty successful at the all-income levels thing. I, I definitely prefer tricking rich people, though. Thank you, Brad. Um, I'm a great admirer of yours as well. We we know our, our big business acumen are, are very much on par. Thank you, thank you, Rupert. Uh, in this in this situation of uh, of pipcorn sales, Peter, what is your what is your planned sales channel? You've, you've mentioned Amazon, but I, I'm I'm not quite sure how you uh, you plan to get rid of the seven hundred thousand dollars worth of pipcorn. We're going to put it into a van, and we're just going to drive around and offer it to stores for two for two fifty. Let's Let's be clear on what you're asking for here. You're asking for $700,000 for 50-cent bags of pipcorn. That's about one and a half million bags of pipcorn. Where are you going to store all this merchandise? And... The car is on Brad's lot. That's where they're... (laughs) (laughs) 
In fact, Brad, I'm sorry to tell you this. They're already in the car, so you're already you're already an investor in this, whether you like it or not. You're already a, you're already privy to this. So I, I'm an unwilling investor in your Pipcorn scheme. <laughs> sorry, Pipcorn venture, already, and I'm now additionally being asked for dollars to help fund this Pipcorn. It seems like you've already purchased it. I think you need to you need to pay me for storage. I have the keys to these these automobiles. I think I might just lock your Pipcorn away and sell it myself. He's got you there, Peter. I also know guys who can break into this uh, car dealership. He's got you there, and Brad. I also know the security guys as well. <laughs> see, Brad, look at look at see look at this. This is a uh, I don't know what kind of scheme you want to call this here. Uh, this money I'm asking for. This is basically money for me to the money you're giving to me to get. The faster you're giving this money, the faster I get the, the this pipcorn in stores and out of out of all the windowless vans you have on your car lot. Mm. See, I'm going to counter with that. I think I'm going to sell all of this pipcorn because there's not anyone else who can offer their entire automobile fleet filled with pipcorn bags. It's a unique marketing opportunity for me. Not to mention, I don't know how you're going to get a million and a half bags of pipcorn overnight stolen away from from my vehicles on my lot that's i know that uh, vitoli and guido are fast but i don't think they're that fast well they bought a bunch of ether from rumor so that's <laughs> and it, it seems like <laughs> you're brad, gonna be very sleepy for a couple of days it seems like brad has the competitive advantage over me given that all the pip corners in his cars so i'm gonna get myself another one of these pizza assholes while you guys talk it out <laughs> rupert will you hand me another pizza asshole as well suddenly do you want one with an extra large water pool in the middle? I think this is it. <laughs> this is. <laughs> the one you handed me has plenty of pizza excrement. Thank you. All right, Brad. How about this? I'll make you a counteroffer here. 10K. I'll drop from 700K to 10K. What if I just let you store them in my cars for free? You've already purchased them. You don't need my money for that. You need my help for distribution. I can help with that. Twenty thousand dollars <laughs> just went up. <laughs> I know. I'm. Uh, this I'm is sorry. why he's dealing in secondhand goods. Maybe not. Maybe not the best businessman. I'm sorry, Peter. I I'm not sure how you get to your troubling valuation. I consulted with uh, Eric and Donald Trump Jr. for accounting advice on this, and these are the numbers they told me to come to you about. So, you know, they're. I mean, you know, they're successful businessmen. All right, Eric- they'll tell you. Eric's a sharp guy. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how I can say no now. He loves pipcorn. He's just a cheap son of a bitch who doesn't want to pay for it. Well, I bet I could probably sell this whole, you know, seven hundred thousand dollars of pipcorn to Eric. I think he probably want to dump them all out and dive into it Scrooge McDuck style. Ooh, yeah. That's oh yeah. That's that's a very specific rich person thing to do. Rupert, have you ever Scrooge McDuck in anything? Blood, Sp- specifically child blood. Thank you for clarifying. I, I was I was worried it was just generic blood. Since I was a little boy, not only did I dream of having my own media empire, but I wanted to be a vampire. And uh, hopefully these biotech companies will come up with something soon, because I'm not getting any younger. Australia's running out of children, especially in this anti-immigrant atmosphere. I'm shooting myself in the foot. I'm not happy about it. But you can regrow the foot after you shoot it off, right? With oh, your biotech yeah. company? Yeah, I've invested in, like, uh, you know, the lizard from uh, Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. Regrows his limbs. Yeah, I got that guy, too. Oh, he works for you? Yeah, uh, Dr. Connors. Yeah. Yeah. He's, a, he's an old mate of mine. I think he's Australian, too. 
Uh, I believe it. All right. Well, Brad, we will each other down. I think we'll just shake hands and I'll store this in your cars. I, I think that's that's going to work, Peter. If you don't move quickly in selling this, I'm going to have to take all the Pipcorn bags myself and dump them out. Now that I've gotten this Scrooge McDuck idea, I think I, I may have to Scrooge McDuck myself into some Pipcorn. How about this, Brad? I'll give you I'll give you 20,000 bags worth so you can fulfill the Scrooge McDuck dream. Ooh. For free. And you just don't have to pay me any rent for keeping your Pipcorn in my cars. Oh, you drive a hard bargain, Peter, but I, uh, I'm in. Good, good. Always, always, always happy to help out a, a fellow uh, businessman with uh, a Scrooge McDuckie. I'm not, uh, I'm not in Rupert's place to be able to Scrooge McDuck my way into child's blood, but uh, diving into some Pipcorn, I think that's, uh, that's a lifelong dream. Might have to eat your way out of it. It's sort of the upper middle class Scrooge McDuck maneuver, but it's still respectable. I mean, it's not like I'm jumping into Uts or anything. This is this is high class heirloom Pipcorn cheese balls. I mean, there's air in this, so you can you can breathe. With Uts, you're just going to be breathing in pretzels and salt. You're not worried about the jalapeno flavor irritating at all? Well, considering my epic whiteness, I think it may uh, mess me up a little bit, but uh, I'm going to have to bathe in lactase pills and wear some goggles and jump right in. I mean, obviously, I would say, yeah, you got to wear goggles. you got to wear goggles. Maybe put on Speedo shorts. That way none will sneak up immediately. The last thing you want is one of these heirloom balls in your heirloom balls. Okay. That, that gives me an idea to put some of these in one of the pizza butt holes. Right in the middle. Mm. It's like a like a cereal bowl that you're going to eat, but it's cheese flavored. Well, I think our sharks have some Scrooge McDucking to do, and they have a hard out. So we're going to say thank you very much, Peter. And thank you to our sharks, Brad. Thank you for having me. And Rupert, thank you so much. It's an honor. No problem. Until next time, gamble on.